0: Following Answers for Elders podcast features author, innovator, Alzheimer's and dementia family coach, Faith Marshall. And welcome everyone back to part four of this hour as we've been talking about siblings, talking about how to work together in the best, most effective way with the wonderful Faith Marshall. And Faith, you have been so helpful and brought up a lot of really key insights about where families are and what's going on and what's happening. And, you know, we've talked a little bit about, you know, who's on first, but then what happens? We have this final uh, step. So now, you know, what is, what goes next? Once we get that, is there like a plan that comes up? What, what happens? Exactly. Thank you, Suzanne. Mm-hmm. I, it- I say that it's
1: almost like a sporting, a sporting team where mm-hmm. each person has their responsibilities mm-hmm. it's and a game plan, a game plan. Exactly. And a, the game plan is the care plan. And you need to be at like in playing sports, you need to be able to react to what's mm-hmm. happening but you've got your key person who's organizing and then each other team member has something that they can do to help and contribute. And that could be watching the bank account to make sure that money isn't going where it shouldn't. There's, Mm -hmm. I'd love to do another episode on elder scam, because there's a lot of that that happens. Sadly, And, And so you've got someone watching the bank account. You've got someone else watching the pharmaceuticals. You've got someone, a key person who goes with them to the doctor's appointments and Mm -hmm. tracks what is changing and presenting the list of symptoms to the doctors. And then the other person might be doing the legal uh, aspects of it, like making sure there's a power of attorney, making sure that there's a financial plan. Mm -hmm. managing that budget in so that you can see how long is the money going to last? What's the income sources? What are the expenses? Do we have to plan for professional care that can be 7,500 to 10 K a month? Mm -hmm. It's a lot of those things. If you can handle them and have them all on the table, it alleviates a little of that fear and allows you Mm -hmm. to prepare. So you, you do have to plan for, I'd say 10 years. And depending on when they're diagnosed, if you plan that long, then at least you've got, you've got your ducks in a row and you've got your game plan for the game. And you know what to look for, for the next stages that the patient might be going through Mm -hmm. and managing the medications and, and all of that can also involve some clinical trials that can be very Mm -hmm. advantageous for the early stages. So There's a lot of moving parts. And if you have the plan, it gives you peace of mind. If you know who to call, if you're the primary caregiver and you get the flu, you know who to call to figure out who's going to come pick up mom and take her for the day so that I don't get her sick with whatever this is, or take mom to the hair appointment. It could be something that you might have a full-time job, but you can enjoy taking mom to the hair appointment. And that can be your thing, lunch and the hair appointment. Um, I started doing, doing mom's nails myself. And that was just my weekly visit. I became her nail care person and each sibling can come up with something that they do feel comfortable with. If it's not interacting with the patient directly it can be handling the prescription refills and making sure that that you have everything you need on hand it can be staying on top of the depends orders it yes. there's just so many parts moving parts i also want to encourage families to remember the person who is in the front line the primary caregiver the the per, the person a of team a and bring them flowers and say, can I bring dinner? So you don't have to make it. So the most important thing in this journey is remembering the love. There's a reason why you're in the place that you need, that you are in, in supporting a loved one. And if it's a parent that sacrifice things for you, you may feel obligated to fact sacrifice for them, but that's not really the main point. The main point is this journey is heartfelt and everyone's dealing with their emotions. And if you can support the loved one firsthand, face to face, take time to do that. Enjoy that journey with them. You'll feel better in the end. If you did, than if you let your, if you if you succumb to the fear and you avoid interacting with them because it's too emotionally hard for you, but you just need to come together as a family, support each other as well as the loved one and do it with a heartfelt compassion. Yes. You might have to take a day off from work to go to the doctor. Yes. You might have to miss a soccer game of your kid's, But it's, it's go, you're going to enjoy this journey more, the more you interact and the more you support each other Mm -hmm. and embracing each other's emotions as you go is, is really critical because if you know how your siblings feel, and if you can talk about it, then it just brings Mm -hmm. this continuity and harmony in embracing the journey And none of us do well with friction and Mm -hmm. that energy that comes from friction and fighting. It just, it's, it's not important any longer, whatever happened, you know, you, you got the hand-me-down bicycle, who cares? It's like, just get over it. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: you put the dent in the car and Johnny got blamed for it. It doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. And you can make, you can make jokes about those things and, and walk through those and a family can really heal some of those wounds by coming together and dealing with this. And it's not a quick one and done. So no, don't try to pretend that it is right. It it can derail a family and it can bring a family together. And I encourage people to do your best to just bring the family together and support one another whatever that looks like for you. And sometimes mm-hmm. there are family members that just don't want to play. They want to sit on the sidelines and they want crit- to criticize the coach, just like they do their kid's soccer, or they want to criticize their sibling. I encourage them to just stop it. Just knock mm-hmm. it off. Just support them. Keep your mouth shut. If you're, if, if you're not going to do anything supportive to help them, just park it. And, and uh, it, it, sometimes it takes that mediation, but really it's all about love. Mm -hmm.
0: The bottom line is love and caring. I love that. And it's also, you know, I think about at the end of every show, I always say, be good, be good to each other because I really think it's really about being good to one another and having a, be gentle and be, you know, have compassion, because everyone has their own filters, their own experiences, Mm -hmm. their own, you know, um, you know, ways of coping. And certainly, I know from my, the stuff that I had with my mom growing up, when I think about all the hardship and the heartache that I put her through as a child, and even into my adulthood, um, you know, I live with that guilt every day. But the good news is, is that I redeemed myself mm-hmm. <laughs> in her eyes right? Uh, taking care of her. And mm-hmm. so it was it, caregiving and, and being there for a loved one at the end of their lives is a wonderful way <clears throat> to redeem yourself. It's a good way to find, you know, find the good things about one another and recognize strengths that you may not n- realize that one another has in a family. Yeah. Yeah. Um, everyone's different. Even though we all have the same DNA, (laughs) you know, our personalities are totally unique and we take after different, you know, aspects of our, of our family members. And so those things are important.
1: Yeah, And, and you do, like you said, you have to put the ego aside sometimes and just think about the loved one and think about what they need Mm -hmm. and, and encourage each other instead of criticizing each other. So Mm -hmm. it makes a stronger team. Mm -hmm. and a stronger family unit.
0: And it can be a
1: beautiful, it can be a beautiful experience. Mm -hmm.
0: And I, you know, I couldn't agree with you more. And as we're closing out this hour, it's like, faith. it's like, if you, if you could give one piece of advice, and I'm kind of putting you on the spot right now, but if you know, you've talked about, it's all about love. And I think that's a wonderful way to almost you know, encapsulate what we've been talking about this hour, but using that as the framework, if you could give one piece of advice to a family in that, how, how would you, what would you say?
1: Well, a simple way to put it is sometimes you just have to get out of your head and into your heart. Mm
0: -hmm. Your,
1: your head is, is trying to figure all this out and your heart is listening to is, is listening to the situation and embracing it and your head and your heart may not agree. Mm -hmm. Um, but if you, if you can make heartfelt decisions for the loved one and for your siblings and family, that's a, that's a better place to be. And you feel better about it in the end, just listening to your heart.
0: And wouldn't it be a great thing if families could find instead of spending so much time on why we can't get along instead, how we, how can we come together, start asking the right questions uh, between each other. And how can (laughs) I help you is all you have to say
1: is how can I help you?
0: Yeah. And just really to, to just change that mindset of how can we come together as a, as a family and Mm -hmm. do best by our loved one. And I think that's really what it, right. And what it really comes down to is that. Yeah. factor of love and support and understanding and, um, compassion, really. I, yeah, I think that's it. So every faith, it's been so great having you on the show today. And thank you so much, you know, these, these are very, very powerful, um, things to remember and to helping take, take care of a loved one. And I know for all of us that have been through it, like you and I, um, there's a lot of hindsight's 2020 2020. 20, 20. We we learn from our experiences and yep. Yep. To
1: sometimes you just gotta get out of your own way. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so,
0: but we're here from for all of our families that are here um, that have loved ones. And so please reach out to Faith and her information is right at the end of each one of these podcasts. And we're very excited to have you as part of our team. And thanks again, Faith. Thank you so much. We would like to thank you for joining us in this podcast. Faith is here to support you and your family on this journey. She will help you to come together in harmony, creating the best team and advocating for your loved one's care. So call Faith at 855-363-2484 to receive a $200 gift card just by mentioning that you've heard these podcasts. Again, that number is 855-363-2484. Three six three two four eight four, and guess what? That spells faith. 3 F A I T H. Hey, everybody! Jared Sabesia, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search retire repurpose on your favorite podcast platform, senior resource, or life audio.